0: Walk Watkins, Sacktown Sports, taking you up to 2 p.m. Is this the game? And I, I thought we weren't going to do this, but here we are. They pull us back in like you're fishing on the Sacramento River, reeling us back in. Have you done that yet? No, I need to go. I'm getting my, my license pretty soon here.
1: Okay. Yeah, that was like the number one thing you were most
0: excited That's for. That's right. You were like,
1: hey, man, you know, I just got into fishing. so." But I, I like, didn't. Hey, hey.
0: Yeah. And 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 it's funny because, you're, you know, we're having the dinner on New Year's and we're going around. What do you want to get into? Who are you going to get into? Yeah, and the resolutions and and It comes to my turn and I say, I just, you know, I think I want to do some fishing. I think I want to get into it. Okay. And apparently I hadn't told. My little sister. We talk very often, yeah. and her face was just so. She's like, "What? <laughs> you want to?" She said, "Alan, I've known you for thirty plus years. I've never even heard you say fishing." She's like, "What like... are you talking <laughs> about? You trying to get into fishing?" Yeah. I'm like, "Yeah. What? What's What's the problem? No. You know what I mean?" I hear it's so, a great hobby. You know, gonna reel, real reel, reel them in just like the Kings reeled us back in oh, last yeah. night as they defeat the Orlando Magic in double overtime. And now we gotta ask a question. Do we? 916-339-1140. All guests and callers join us from the Folsom Lake Honda Hotline. Folsom Lake Honda, your one-stop Honda shop. If you want to be a part of the conversation on the text line or the Sack Chat doing great things today, shout out to the Sack Chat. You know, we have had a lot of, a lot of fun with this mm-hmm. game. It's been a, a great show so far. Two hours down, two mm-hmm. hours to go. We will have crosstalk today. Ooh. Haven't had it the last couple days. So that'll be fun to get Kyle and Whitey's thoughts on the game. But Chris, unfortunately, I just don't feel like I would be authentic if I fall for it. And as good <laughs> as they played, and as excited as I was, Nate said, Hey, you're not supposed to say anything in the media section. Oh, I was I was let's go. I had a couple, let's go in there. And luckily, I'm just next to Chris, so nobody said anything <laughs> to me. But I can't let it – I can't let them trick me again. Yeah, I got to see more. I do not think that – I do not believe – I guess it's not even that I don't believe it's not going to spark a run. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what could spark the run. I feel like I thought the Memphis game was going to spark sure. a run. I thought X game was going to spark a run. And that game – So. I can't say that I believe that this is going to spark a run because nothing has sparked the run sure. so far. Can we condense it down to like
1: just like this next easy patch of teams? Maybe like you feel maybe better that the Kings can take care of this uh, stretch. Let me look at the schedule because the stretch. I'll read it out for everybody here. By the way, and I was telling you about how we can you know spin some narratives here. Mm-hmm. Kings have won three of their last four. What what
0: is the run though exactly? So like, that's what, what I'm saying. What are you looking so, for? Here? So Kings have won three are looking
1: for like four. a six six games. They play Toronto next on Friday. Yeah, that, that's got to be part of the run. So they play New Orleans on <laughs> Sunday. Now a that get back. now that and would have
0: me ready to then go. Then there's
1: two more easy games. You have the back to back Tuesday and Wednesday on the road. Detroit and Charlotte, hmm. and then you have Philly, which is now national TV at Bucks at Suns home. Pacer like that's. That, that stretch after that is a little bit tougher and a little bit more excusable of some losses. So, again, if we can just kind of shrink down what we would consider a, a nice little run to, like, these next four games and maybe win five in a row and maybe win that would be seven of their last eight, I, like, I, I, I think that works. So you
0: think that, you think that this could spark that?
1: I think so. I mean, and a part of it, a big part of it is the lack of competition. But yeah, I mean, the Raptors—they're a team that just got put together, and you know that's a, a home game for they've the been, Kings. They've been playing
0: well though. They the played Raptors. well, yeah,
1: with Quickly in there, and Quickly's been ridiculous. Shocker. Uh, New Orleans Kings. They, come on, come on. Four. They're they're going to go zero four to the Pelicans. I just this I is hope it, not. right. Yeah, this, this is it. it. Yeah. This is it. This better be it. It better be it. And then you got Detroit and Charlotte. Charlotte. If that's not a thirty-point loss, then or I'm sorry. That's not a 30 point win, then it should count as a loss. Uh, and then the Pistons, enough said. Like The Pistons, that that the these Pistons next are... four games have to be taken care of. And I guess you I'm can go sorry. three and one and have it be okay in the long run. But if we're talking about, hey, can this can this game maybe spark a run? I do feel like there's a chance that the Kings knew that this would be an easier stretch and the fact that they didn't allow that Charlotte loss like De'Aaron did talk about uh when he talked about you know leaving this this arena and leaving the game back behind him in the arena when he left like you could argue that after that magic game and the resilience it took to get that result maybe they are kind of checking into to place and and focusing up at least for right here right now and At least trying to take advantage of the opportunity that's immediately in front of them. They should. They should. They should. But yesterday, if I were to ask you that question, you would have said, "Chris, they can't even beat the Hornets. Why should I think that they're gonna go four and one or four and zero oh the rest of this trip?" Nate, what's so
0: funny in there? Is that a good Allen impression? It was impression? a great one. Up. It was pretty good. That's yeah, exactly. I liked it. I
1: think he's getting better every yeah. day. Oh my! It's goodness. like the yes. Gus
0: Johnson. It's just it's <laughs> happening yeah. slowly. But then... I haven't heard Gus in a while. Yeah,
1: not in 2024. You're not hearing him today, oh, but you really? will hear him. Hopefully, he comes out for the college, college football. football. Yeah, Definitely hear him.
0: The Michigan game. <laughs> yeah. wait, wait, that's Monday. So we'll do it Monday. That is Monday, we'll oh, do Gus I on wait. Monday. Yeah. I should, hopefully I'll be here. Can't wait. There you go. Can't wait. But yeah, I, I mean,
1: wait. I I just think that this is a, a nice little stretch that the Kings should, whether or not you know the the opponents or you should say they should take advantage. I think they will take advantage, which I don't know if we would have right. said twenty four hours ago. So
0: to to so going back to what we said earlier about this segment. It's not necessarily a corner turn, a hard left yeah, or a yeah, hard right. Yeah, yeah.
1: Slight left. It's not it's in not 0.3 a miles turn and don't look back. Yes,
0: in in and point three miles make a slight yeah. left on, on Watkins Avenue.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think they're gonna they're gonna hit that slight left and then, you know, in that little Bucks Sixers, Bucks, Suns, Pacers stretch, you know, they, they might they might look around and see if they drop their wallet or something. You know, yeah. let, me, let me take like, a couple steps back. I know I just turned this corner, but yeah. I swear I heard something fall back I'm there. On my, so I'm, I'm on gonna, my watch. Where's my phone, Yeah, I'm at? just going to make sure. So yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if something like that happens. But I, I definitely feel like, again, this, I want is, it this all. is a good opportunity for the Kings to take advantage. I want it I, all. I really think that the win yesterday, I mean, again, I, I, I'll, I'll say it's a little cliche. I'll say it's a little... Uh, Theatric, if you will, but I do think the resilience of winning a game like yesterday has to have some sort of staying power with your team.
0: Well, De'Aaron said he flushes it. So right.
1: Actually, he, you know, he's not true. even right. thinking you, you about can, it.
0: You can't have it both ways. You can't flush good
1: or bad losses, right. but also live with good wins. You have to flush them all like oh, I guess. Right.
0: Or, or maybe you don't. Nine one six three three nine eleven forty. Let's get out to Steven who wants to be a part of the conversation. What's up, Steven? You're on South and Watkins. You know what it is. What you got for us?
2: Man, I definitely know what it is, man. What's up, fellas? What's up, man? Um, Not much, man. Not much. So I'm not going to let this team win me over like this, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't want to get caught in the hoopla of of the ups and downs, right? That was an incredible game last night as far as entertainment. We should have had that game wrapped up, though. A yeah. lot, a lot sooner. We should have had that game wrapped up by the end of the game, that 16-point. You know, I, I love all these I love all these talks about how, you know, Kings came back from the 16-point deficit and the 23-point deficit. My question is, how did we get to that deficit in the first place? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's great. That's great and all that we won and we came back from it. But how did we get to that deficit in the first place? I feel like that should be addressed more so than, oh, yeah, great comeback. Um it also this run right now kind of reminds me of like the giants three out of five world series. Okay. Mm-hmm. That whole, that whole amazing six year run right there. Right. Um, there was a term that was floating around, man, and it made it on the posters and everything. Giants torture, giant torture. Now right. the giants never had, I'll try to make this as long story short as possible because, right. you know, I'll talk you guys' year off, but they never had, if you looked at their roster, they never had a championship roster. Mm-hmm. Never. You looked at it, you can look at it even now, and you're like, dude, how in the heck did right. they pull that off? Well, because you got hot at the right time. There's so many different variables. But the one thing that they did is they tortured teams. Also, they tortured the fans because of yep. the ups and downs. You know, it was just torture all the way around. And I, I really, kind of, uh, really kind of agree with that sentiment as far as this year, because it's been up, it's been down, but like with, with, with the, uh, with the growth of, you know, from last year to this year, we had such high expectations and I still feel like we're kind of still stuck in that expectation rut mm-hmm. in a way to where they're not necessarily meeting our expectations as fans. Um, but I mean, I mean, are we kind of putting too much pressure on these guys? I just don't know, you know, that's for them to, to decide, but, I really want to just relate, you know, this season to kind of those Giants years, man. It just – it really is torturous, man, to kind of watch the – to kind of get the, the feelings of all the highs. You know, it was a great win, great win. You know, we had Keegan right. at 47 points, shot, fought, you know, shot, knocked down 12 threes. And, you know, but at the same time, you know, you're going to have to ask yourself, like, all right, you know, what, what about tomorrow? What about those Houston games? What about Charlotte? You know those games were rough, you know. But then we have big games like last night. So Giants torture, man. I feel like it's kind of King's torture nowadays. You know, put us on the uh, put us on the uh, the um, the stretcher. You know what I'm saying? Like in uh, Braveheart. You know what I'm saying? Start splitting our limbs apart, man. I'm ready for it. So let's hopefully hopefully we can uh, outlast this torture this season, man. And hopefully end up with a in a good spot, man. No, appreciate you guys. Thank you. Absolutely, yeah, anytime, no, Steven, You know. for the
0: call, Steven. Yeah, look, if it ends in a championship, I'll take it. I will take that all day and all night. Yeah, the thing about the Giants games where they did win a lot, but it was two man on first game too. Right, it was man on first and second bases loaded, no outs. Here comes Brian Wilson. Can you get out of this jam over and over and over again? So that is. Similar to what the Kings are are dealing with right now, and it's better than
2: getting your limbs pulled off, like Stephen said. Though I'd rather yes. have that than having my uh, legs be oh, yes, agreed. slowly pulled from my body.
0: Okay, yes, uh, agreed, agreed. Yeah, and to Stephen's note about to Steven's note about why are they in these situations? I think Charlotte com- completely understand why you would feel that way. But I would say that last night, and I don't normally do this, if they had lost, I'm glad they didn't, but if they had lost, we would have just felt like, all right, it is what it is because of the otherworldly shooting that the Magic have done that yeah. is still bizarre, right? Still bizarre. So good on the the Kings for powering through. I wouldn't put that in the bucket with, with the Charlotte game. No. But if Steven is just kind of encapsulating yeah. everything, yeah. Sure, and by the way, I have a response. No way from Kevin O'Connor. I liar. will read You're it. A liar. That was quick. I will read it when we get Sit back. on a throne of Styles lies. Styles and Watkins, Sactown Sports.
1: Sports. Check us out on YouTube. Search Sacktown Sports and subscribe.
0: Styles and Watkins. Sacktown Sports taking you up to 2 p.m. and we have a response, a pretty funny response from Kevin O'Connor. Oh, if you I was are Like, really just be like,
1: what are you? Who are you? I don't even...
0: No, no, not at all. Uh, And I'm trying to figure out... I want animosity. Let's let's, let's do... Let's let's take some help here from the SAC chat and to the text line and the callers if you want to be a part of the conversation. So, I think most people know the background, but if you don't, we will let you know right now, basically... Kevin O'Connor is in the media for The Ringer, and he also does stuff on FanDuel as well. He is part of the basketball media, almost 400,000 followers on Twitter, and he is almost famously always in a beef with Kings fans Mm -hmm. because he thinks that the Kings— Essentially need an upgrade from Sabonis, yeah. even though if you look at the numbers, there's nowhere really to go. So there's been a long standing back and forth between Kevin O'Connor and Sacramento Kings fans. So earlier in the show, I referenced Kevin O'Connor when we were talking about Sabonis's big night last night. And I took that clip, I clipped it and posted it on my ex Twitter and I tagged Kevin O'Connor and Kevin O'Connor has responded. Kevin O'Connor with two laughing emojis. And what I said was Demontis Abonis did something last night that hasn't been done since Wilt Chamberlain. Then I said his stat line. I said, it's all love, Kevin O'Connor. And I tagged him. We just want to talk. He responded and says, laughing emoji. The one night I take off from live tweeting, shaking my head. I was editing my very long article while watching the games, to be honest, LOL. And I'm sure you're seeing it now. <clears throat> You're not happy. It's a fun
1: exchange. No, it Chris. is. I actually really like the exchange. I actually like. The, I actually really do like Kevin O'Connor as well. Like he's a, he's a good writer who mm-hmm. who knows a lot about the NBA and especially like all the ins and outs of you know the salary cap stuff. Right. He's also really big into the draft. So if you know around draft time, he has uh, he makes the Ringers draft articles and and their their draft profiles, big board, all that stuff. Um, I just really wanted smoke. I just really wanted you two to no. I want to have a show. I do too, but I think it would have been a lot more entertaining as a. Well, I guess I'm not a casual observer. I'm involved in the show, but I just would have liked to see (laughs) you guys beef. Honestly, no beef. And Kevin's not. You know, yeah, Kevin's not like a bad dude at all. Like Kevin O'Connor seems, by all intents and purposes, seems like a really, really nice guy. Someone who's not confrontational at Mm -hmm. all, and I think he would be very willing to have. Like, it's not like he's just. I mean, I hate to throw another a fellow ringer guy mm-hmm. under the bus. It's not like Steven Ruiz, who's just throwing out Brock Purdy sucks because I right. don't like how he plays. Yeah. Kevin at least will like have a conversation with you and have some pretty good points about yeah. why he feels the way he does about Sabonis.
0: So I need your help. I need your yes. help, Chris. I need your help, Nate. I need your help to the listeners on the text line, 916 339 1140 Also, in the sack chat as well. So I told you what he said. He said the one night I take off from live tweeting should be. Which what does head. that mean? I don't know. I was mean, editing my like long kind of article talk. while watching the games to be honest. LOL. What, what can do I respond with? What do I respond mm. with? I don't know. We I'm need trying some... to get him on the yeah, show. Yeah, we need someone with some Riz, man. We need a Rizzler. Do I just come <laughs> back and say, ha, all good. So when can <laughs> I have what when do you, you want so to come on tomorrow? So about that
1: conversation. Uh, uh, let's see
0: here. Should yeah, I I'm mean, trying to say, haha? Ha, does tomorrow at two p.m. Eastern work? Just give him a time.
1: That's that's not. And bad. if he doesn't respond, that's he doesn't respond. Yeah,
0: right. And we're right back where we started. Right.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Maybe.
1: I think so. I think that's a good move. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. 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 I, how about How about just say right, well, like, we, let's not rush. Yeah. Yeah. Let's we'll make sure we. get Once the you right press thing. End. I like what you said though. I like the uh, yeah. Give him a time. Tell him all right. And it's be out. Everybody's gonna see. Yep. Right. Yep. Put the ball in his court.
0: How I about like a it? ten minute convo tomorrow two p.m. I like it. Not two because we're done at two.
1: Right. Well, yeah. I don't like, know where he is. I think he's. I think he is on the Western time zone. So okay. I'm. I'm pretty sure. will sh- send. We it. should be able to work with him.
0: I'll right. send it on a Friday. All right. If anyone has any better ideas how i should respond to yeah. Kevin O'Connor so you can get back oh, you know into what? the good grace. We're going to
1: be we're going to be live on YouTube during this next break here. Maybe we'll yeah. uh, we'll 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 draft it up during the break. So if you want to be involved in uh, the Kevin O'Connor tweet, uh join us on the uh, Sackdown Sports YouTube page. There right you now. go.
0: There you go. Shout out Kevin. All right, let's get into it as and this kind of leads into what Steven was saying in the last segment, one of our top callers here. I think the top call. Probably the to- think- uh, you got we well, gotta rank. Of, we'll rank the in callers in terms of quantity, for sure. For sure, yeah. for sure. So we gotta rank the callers at some point in time. That'll be a summer. <laughs> I don't think we should. I don't yeah. think... that'll be a summer event. Maybe if we do event. it like Dion, you know, and it's more of like an
1: out of love, you know, as, out long of as everyone love. understands. Yes, like, I love all of my. We'll children, just give them just, different titles. You know. Yeah. Ex- okay.
0: Not not ranking them per se, but yeah, the Kings did blow a 16 point lead sure. in the third quarter yep. last night, and I know. When you when you're on the road, you say, Hey, let's get it to 15, let's get it under 10 in the fourth, or just get it to 10 in the fourth, and we're ready to go. Fifteen is normally that limit to where it's right on that fringe of, hey, did they blow it or not? Right? Yeah. Do you feel like the Kings blew it? Because it was 16. Yeah. It wasn't 20, Mm -hmm. it was 16, which is one more than 15. Honestly, I felt like it should have been talked about a little bit more, Sure, but I guess you can just put it into the category of, yeah, well, no lead is going to hang on if a team is shooting 56% from three and they make 25 threes.
1: That's where I fall. Yeah. I fall on that second part for sure, where it's just like, you know, maybe, yeah, you can argue if you want that the Kings, okay, once the magic have shown that they are shooting well that night. Maybe you you kind of abandoned the game plan, but I, I think it's a solid game plan. And I think, again, I just think it's crazy unfortunate that, that the Kings got the, the magic best punch. I think, you know, there's, there's, there's really nothing you can do. I mean, I, I didn't see anything in that third quarter. And again, I haven't watched it back and we watch it live. So we don't always have the, the best vantage point of it, but I didn't really see any sort of collapse. It didn't feel like, you know, and I I can look at the numbers again. I don't remember there being a crazy amount of turnovers Mm. or anything in the third quarter. I'm sure there was some, but I don't remember anything uh, out of ordinary or anything like that, though I am looking at it now. And the Kings did have six turnovers in that third quarter, so that probably speaks to it right there. Uh, so if you add turnovers on top of missing shots, for sure, on but, top of or on top of them making what, what shots, you said
0: in time. the in the did in the third, didn't they? Was it seven for seven 12? of twelve yeah. from three,
1: which is absurd. And right, like you know, again, you you throw all those factors together, and yeah, but to like yeah, the Magic probably should have won, and yeah, you could say the Kings blew it, but to me, I think it's. Again, I just think it's more impressive that the Kings were able to wade those waters. Like yeah. I, I just, I, I really, you can, you can definitely say for sure, like you shouldn't have had to do that. But I, I think that they're a better team in a maybe in a, a weird, twisted way. They're a better team for being able to deal with the Magic's best punch and be able to deliver their own punch and and uh and still get the result. Again, like I, I think, like you said, last night was. Maybe an excusable loss where, again, today, mm. if, if the Kings would have lost that game, we probably would have just said, right. look. You would have like, just been
0: more mad at Charlotte.
1: Would have been more mad at Charlotte. Would yeah. have had nothing to do with the game last night. I think the fact that, uh, yeah, the Kings were able to win a game like that, I, I'm taking that. That's my takeaway. I don't even really think about the 16-point lead because, like you said, too, to, to start this thing – those things happen all the time in the NBA. If we're talking 20, 20 is a little 20, bit different. 20, 20. For whatever reason. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it's how it works out in the NBA. Like you said, 15 point leads. That's pretty, I don't want to say normal, but mm-hmm. you'll probably see that just about every night in the NBA between one of the eight games that goes on. A team will blow a 12 to 15 right. point every lead.
0: Every day, every game. Every
1: single game. So it's not out of the ordinary. If it were 20, then, yeah, maybe we could say the Kings really had this, and then Franz goes down. They didn't have Markel Fultz and, you know, all these things, and they still lose. But I, I'm I'm okay with it. I'm not really going to think about it much.
0: Got to get to a break. When we get back, we bring back up De'Aaron Fox saying he doesn't think about a loss very long. Well, Giannis, who lost to Tyrese Halliburton again. What is this, the fourth time this season? They're 0-4. Giannis is being his
2: funny self, and he's everywhere. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports.
0: Sacktown Sports. Call or text at 916 339 1140. That was different being on because I I thought my I think something happens in here. Technically, Nate styles and Watkins, because my mic was on. Yes. But then when we went, I turned it off. When? Uh, Right when we came back, because I didn't want you to say something over the air on accident. ah So I killed your mic. Well, that was the first time if you were with us on the sack chat. That was the first time we stayed live during a break. So shout out to the sack chat. That was different. We're trying we to got figure a couple out how more. tall Kevin O'Connor is. Yeah, no, we got a couple not. more this this hour. <laughs> no, yes, we are. We're going to find doing, that there's out. There's no heightism here. No. All right, we're not doing. No, that. it's not about mostly it's curiosity. I'm, mostly because I'm pretty sure he's going to be tall. I'm pr-
2: yeah. pretty sure in I kind of is. hope he's like five six.
0: See, I don't, I don't like think that. he's that short, and I don't like you saying that.
2: I just hope he is. <laughs> I don't know why. So I can carry him around.
0: Why? Okay. Okay. All right. Come okay. on now. We've made a lot of progress here. Okay. No, I like I'm, I'm sure not producing the show that Kevin O'Connor is on. I've already known. It's decided. Decision. It's been decided. As we get back, <laughs> if you're listening in the car or on the Sacktown Sports app, thank you for listening. De'Aaron Fox was asked a question after the Hornets game as far as how long do you sit right. with a loss? So we played that sound yesterday. Essentially, De'Aaron Fox said, that I don't really sit with it for very long at all, right? Uh, By the time I leave the building, I'm not thinking about it. Now, I don't know if that's how he treats every game. I don't know if that's how he treats stinkers. Right, I'm not sure. Now, here is Giannis, who they have lost to the Pacers four times. And I will say this. I'm going to go back to the underdog story of Halliburton and the showmanship. Halliburton does a no-look pass yesterday mm-hmm. out, right, to Miles Turner. He hits a three. Halliburton is telling – last time he did the the Damian Lillard, right? This time he's telling Damian Lillard, Giannis, he's telling to the crowd, get, out get out. him out of here. Get him out of here. So to those – going back to the all-star wow. voting – and it's, it's all on our TVs yeah, in here right we're now. We're literally
1: about to watch it right now.
0: <laughs> to those questions about the all-star voting, the showmanship that Halliburton plays with, it's there kind it is. of unmatched right now. Yeah. It's a little bit unmatched right now. But here is Giannis, who got asked about losing to the Pacers four times now in the span of one season. We're not even done with the season yet. Here's Giannis talking about how much, I guess, he Ooh, thinks about they look it. upset. You, you have that, uh, and you think about it. Now when you go back home, and you sleep, and you wake up, you think about it. Now when you go back and uh, work out, you think about it. You know,
2: when you're about to get freaky at
0: night, you think about it. You know, um, but at the end of the day, it's good, because now it gives us time to fix things.
1: What I did not need to throw that in, brother? Is just, he eating peanut butter during that?
0: He's always <laughs> no, he he's, talks. He's <laughs> always on some He he's, loves uh, to wild. joke about yeah, yeah. activities. Yeah. Yeah. He loves to joke he about sure activities. Really it's a Greek does. thing. You guys wouldn't it's get it. Greek. Are you Greek? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen my big fat Greek wedding. <laughs> All right. So the di- uh, besides the joke at the end, yeah. right? Yeah. Besides the joke at the end you think about it. You think he's serious. I think he's serious. I, I think he's bugging them. Yeah. And, I mean. He's clowning them. Here's the thing, too. I don't know
1: which one I would prefer my superstar best player to have. Because I do think. I, what do they always say about Michael Jordan and Kobe and LeBron and the, all of the greatest to ever do it? Is that they make up things to drive them, to motivate them. Mm-hmm. And I think there is a bit of something healthy there in trying to use that as motivation. Like if the rest of the season Giannis is just going to think about how the freaking Indiana Pacers tried to sun them when Giannis has a ring and he's got Damian Lillard on his squad and they're, they're playing some of the best offense in the NBA. He's cashed out now going to be a Milwaukee buck for light. Like, I think it's healthy for Giannis to use that as a driving, as a little carrot dangling in front of him. And, you know, I, I also do think definitely for your mental health, I think it's okay to be where De'Aaron's at, where he flushes that thing the second he leaves the building. But I kind of would like to hear my star, really any of my the players on, on my favorite teams, to say, yeah, like, I'm not just going to forget about this. Like, I'm going to use this, I'm going to learn from it, and I'm going to be better from it. Like, I, I do think that there's a weird juxtaposition there between these two guys, but I, I at the same time, I, I think both of them are right for how they approach it.
0: Well, it's different, right? We're talking about they are two different situations. I think that, th- honestly, I'm not hoping that this happens, but I think that the actual comparison would be if the Kings, and you said they're coming up again. You know where I'm going with this. If the Kings lost to the Pelicans again. Oh, my God! That's what it would be because yeah, no, totally. this it's is a one-off thing. stinker. Yeah. What? Kind of one off because you yeah. had yeah, the Blazers situation, saying, but yeah. it's it's not the it's not the Hornet's yeah. over it's and over the and same over again. Night- it's not literally the same nightmare over exactly. And over. It's not Halliburton t- yeah. trolling you, yeah. roasting you over and over again. It's a random game where you played poorly and you've kind of had a random stretch. So you're asking him about that game, De'Aaron, but honestly, you're asking him about your play the last couple games because yeah. of the Blazers game and because. Right, because throughout that four, you had the Blazers, trash, Mm -hmm. and then after that, you had the Hawks, trash, and then untrashed, because you won, and then you had blowout against the Grizzlies, and then you had the loss to the Hornets. So really, De'Aaron is, I don't want to say hiding, but he's answering a question about a one-off game, when really the answer you want is about... How you've been playing lately so it's it's it is apples and oranges Sure,
1: a little bit there yeah
0: and you have you have Giannis basically just saying yeah this is the same team so it would be the equivalent of if and I don't think it's gonna happen you don't think so I'm not to say it now because they don't play soon Mm. but you're giving me the vibes you think they will finally vanquish the Pelican I'm not
1: promising anything (laughs) I will not make any I will not I definitely will not say they I will say I hope they do. I would say it's really tough to beat a team four times in a year without uh dropping one game. But you know, it would be another thing to add to the list of what makes this season just the the weirdest season ever. So yeah. it, it wouldn't surprise me. But yeah, I mean I, I would like to think I would I would like to think that the Kings also you know, I'm not saying they need to be thinking about that today, but, you know, as that New Orleans game is maybe a, the next night, like I would like them to start to think about these dudes three times have had our number already this year. What can we do? Let's really, like, let me let me – kind of ptsd myself and actually go back Mm -hmm. and try and internalize the moments where i felt like that game got went wrong and where i feel like you know we can learn from it because you know i obviously there's when you lose there's there's you're learning lessons i mean that's where you learn the the majority of your lessons are in losses and so uh yeah i mean i would i would hope that they don't just completely flush it yeah and of course like i mean they're going to watch film and stuff so it's going to be brought back up to them Mm -hmm. but I just I I think that there is something, especially for these hyper competitive guys. Like I think there is something good about them not forgetting those things.
0: You know, I asked you something yesterday, and I really wanted to ask it during the roundtable, and we can definitely talk to Frankie and Brendan about this next week because you you didn't really agree, but I thought it was at least a talking point. Are the Kings? Out of, out of the contenders, out of the true contenders, mm-hmm. are the Kings the least, do they have the least athletic rotation out of the, I guess, Western Conference and Eastern Conference contenders? And maybe this is an easier conversation to just keep it to the West. How about we do that? It's probably easier to sure. just keep it to the West. Because we talk about... How they lack athleticism, right? And I don't know how much more athletic the Kings are with 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 Duarte in the lineup than Kevin Herter. Sure. Then every time we do every time we do a pregame press conference, and Coach Mike Brown actually said it last night. Mm-hmm. He said, "You know, uh, they're another big team, and this is becoming a theme, yeah. right? Yeah, it's yeah, just the yeah. wing. It's just they're lacking. It's not that it's crazy. It's that yeah. they're still lacking that one piece when you compare Harrison Barnes to the other wings." that people have in that position if they were always talking about, even going back to the fact that they run the Princeton flow offense and literally the first lines in that off in that, when we read how that offense is supposed to run was for the teams that weren't as athletic, right? That's one of the reasons. So I was just thinking about that last night. You have De'Aaron who's athletic, right? I think once you get Keegan is a, a confusing athlete. To be completely yeah, honest, I just with don't you. really
1: think about athleticism. It it might sound weird, but like for basketball, I just don't really think. Like I think of having an athletic trait, but like mm-hmm. teams in total, like I don't know what a team being an being an athletic team would necessarily help you to do. Like mm-hmm. I think obviously, if you have good athletes, you're probably a good defensive team, and you know you. I would hope you attack the rim well, but I don't know what seeking out athleticism specifically would do for like your
0: roster but okay so maybe an easier way to put this is they i don't know it's just when we when we see them play the timberwolves and and, like athleticism too is like a
1: a wide like is it leaping is it maybe maybe it's just
0: maybe it's just a confusing way of, of of again saying i think they're missing two athletic two more athletic guys that most of the league has, whatever that yeah. means.
1: Yeah. I, I, I would translate that for my brain would translate that as like, you want more, you want guys who are more threes than fours. The Kings need forwards. They need those long versatile guys, but they need to skew a little bit more towards the mobility mm-hmm. than the Trey Lyle, Sasha, a little more clunky physical which I, I think I, I definitely agree. Like I, I th- I've been clamoring for the Royce O'Neills, the mm-hmm. the Jared Vanderbilts of the World. Like those guys I think the Kings definitely are deprived of them. But to me, I would look for length and and like wingspan over just sheer like when I hear athleticism, I think you need a team of Derrick Jones juniors. Right. And that's or just Kuming- not really what – or Kamingas. totally, Kamingas. And that's just not really what I'm looking for. I'm looking more for – No, I, I guess would prefer they're just missing to... a couple
0: guys. They're, yeah. they're missing a couple guys, and hopefully it doesn't come back to bite them, which makes them making jump shots so important. Right. From the 9 one Clippers are too big. Too long. Denver's more athletic. Lakers, no one can guard LeBron. Phoenix, no one can guard KD sure. from the nine one six. I mean, the Lakers, they got their. We'll talk about the Lakers. They got their own issues.
1: Yeah, and like, you know.
0: have. De- we actually talked about Denver. Yeah, because we talked about. I know we got to get to a break. What? Right. We'll, we'll do it after. When it the comes break. to
1: athleticism, though, I think that was my answer to like yeah. who in the West. I would say like Denver's not like crazy like Aaron right. Gordon's. Obviously, look at his dunk contest. Sick athlete. Exactly. Michael Porter's no slouch, but like. Jokic got those credit card hops, KCP's whatever, and yeah. Jamal, Murray Jamal Murray is a no leaper.
0: Right. So it's really I would say the Clippers, right? I would definitely. say the Clippers. Yeah, definitely I would Clippers. say the T Wolves. Yeah. And absolutely. I would say I would say the Thunder. Yeah. The, I mean, yeah those three for sure. We'll go over the others. Nine one six also brings up Phoenix, but again, that's another team that an old team. And the and the I believe the Kings are undefeated against they the are? Suns. Yep. They didn't have no KD the first time, no but problems. they did have KD the second time. All no. right. Got to get to a break. When we get back, continue the conversation. More of your texts, more of your calls, more of your sack chat. And we are switching We're switching it up a little bit real quick because we know there's some Raiders, Raiders.
1: fans out
0: here. Raiders. And Devontae Adams has some thoughts on who should be the next head coach. and Watkins,
2: Sackdown Sports.
0: local live and local this is sacktown sports (laughs) styles and Watkins, sacktown sports taking you up to 2 p.m a lot of kings talking they deserve it okay we roasted them yesterday they deserve that but when you ball out like you did even if it's not pretty when you give people what they want Frankie Cardaselli, our Sacktown Sports Kings Insiders. Family is in town. Come on. Right? Brother here from the Air Force, thank you for your service. Yes. All he wanted to see was a bean. That's it. That's it. And when you do something like that, we got to give you your flowers. Malik Monk deserves his flowers for everything he did. Sabonis deserves his flowers for everything he did. And you know what? Obviously, Keegan Murray... As well, but I'm also gonna say De'Aaron Fox. I don't know what was said in those huddles, but De'Aaron Fox, all these all these games where he's carried the team, right? To be able to understand, he took a couple shots later in the game, but they were wide open. He still has to keep that defense honest, but it probably was a different. Situation, okay, this is going to run through Malik. And there are some guys, I won't name names, but some guys in the league that might not have liked that very much. And I don't think De'Aaron Fox cared one bit. (coughs) That's his brother. You said it, not me. That's his brother from from Kentucky. And I guarantee you he was really happy for him. So kudos to everybody involved with that W. And look, you got Chris believing that you can roll this into something. (laughs) I'm not there. Because I got burned last time because mine was the, was the, I don't, I've had a couple. So I'm sitting this one out. Mm -hmm. Okay. I thought the Memphis one, maybe I've had a couple. I'm not falling for it yet. (laughs) Okay. But let's see what you do tomorrow against a Raptors team who is trying to do the whole, Hey, and I don't, I I actually don't think they lost the trade, but they're trying to prove we can be better. They're 14 and 20. Mm -hmm. They beat. The Grizzlies last night, 116 to 111. So, and R.J. Barrett, now he's back in his hometown, Canadian kid. So, they're feeling it right now. After they lost to the Pistons, they beat the Cavs, and they have beat the the Grizzlies. Now they got to come and do the West Coast run. They take on the Kings tomorrow. Then they take on the Warriors. Then they take on the Lakers and the Clippers. They're doing their West Coast run. There's the only time they do it. Throughout the season, so hopefully the the Kings are able to take advantage.
1: Yeah, hopefully. I mean, Toronto's not not that great of a team, and I I think even with the uh, the quickly trade and and or I should say the OG trade that brought them quickly in RJ, I just I don't think that they're really trying to win basketball games this season. They're they're going to be a scrappy team, um, but there really shouldn't be much concern there from the King side. I, I feel like they should be able to take. See, advantage. man, no,
0: hold on, now what's up? I don't like that. Why not? Because I'm getting, I actually really had deja vu earlier on in the show, seriously. <laughs> really? But now I'm getting fake deja vu because this is the same thing you said about the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I mean, that it
1: still doesn't mean that it wasn't true against I, the Charlotte don't Hornets. Don't say it. I mean, what 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 am I supposed to say? Like, say it's uh, going to be a gritty game. Okay, but this is a twenty and thirteen team going against a fourteen and twenty team. Like, how am I supposed to say that these two teams are even? And you know, realistically, oh yeah, the the Toronto Raptors have as much talent. Like, they they don't have as much talent as the Kings. They they're a new team that's being put together that doesn't understand their identity. Emmanuel quickly scored twenty six points the other night. That tells me that. He's just kind of taking the reins, and they don't really have people who are already there that they feel like should be their primary scoring option. I mean, obviously, Pascal Siakam's still there, but I I just think that that's a team that doesn't make a lot of sense right now. I think that they're still in the process of kind of forming whatever the post. Shrewder, who he play for? Dennis yeah. Schroeder, yeah, on yep. the Toronto yeah. Raptors. Dennis Schroeder's over in the six. Like they have some talent for sure. I mean, they've got Yaka Purtle. He's going to be a physical matchup for Sabonis. But I mean, De'Aaron Fox is is the best player on the floor that night, and Malik Monk is probably the second. Like I I, I think that there shouldn't. Be, I mean, well, okay, I'm forgetting Pascal Siakam's out there. But like I I think I think the Kings should have more than enough talent to deal with
0: the Raptors. Honestly, is I, where I'm at. No, I hear you. So last night, RJ, 14 points. Pascal, 24. Jakob Pertl, 33 minutes. Rebounds, two assists, yeah. seven points. Yeah. Scotty Barnes, 20 points. Emmanuel Quickly, as you noted, yeah. 26 points. Dennis Schroeder, 16 points. And then you have Gary Trent Jr., 21 minutes, 5 points, one rebound. Yeah, you know, for me, I'm just really excited because I'm not judging anyone. But I do think a lot of people see names and they've seen these names for so long, they just assume they are going to be upgrades. I'm not going to name names, but I would just say I'm glad that people that have probably been clamoring for Pascal Siakam for two years are actually going to get to watch him. Yeah. Because I just don't believe these people. I don't believe everybody is firing up a league pass no. and watching. It's just, oh, well, Woj said that this guy's available, mm-hmm. and everybody is saying that this guy's good, so he must be good. I am very excited for a guy that's been connected with the Kings a lot. Mm-hmm. We will get to actually watch him yeah. live and in, in action. Now watch him get traded before the game. I'll take it.
1: <laughs> I'll gladly take it. But who knows? I mean, the, we didn't see the first Toronto what if he gets trade traded having? to the Kings before the game? That would that would be a mess. I mean, I would, I would love it. it. I wonder if we could somehow make that like so that he could play that night because it's like everyone's there. I, I, that would be great, but uh, you, you never know. You just never know. I mean, again, we did not see the OG in a newbie trade coming from, from anywhere. It would not surprise me if the Pascal Siakam trade just kind of springs up one morning out of nowhere. And, you know, you put it to my attention. I keep forgetting we are like – Pushing on less than 30 days until the trade deadline. You said it's February 8th. February we're at 8th. January 4th right yeah. now. So, n- by next week, we're going to be less than a month away from the trade deadline. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, any anything can happen. And I definitely think, you know, at this point, that doesn't make sense for Toronto to hold on to Pascal beyond this year. So, they're probably going to move him soon.
0: Yeah. All right. Quick note before we get to the break. Devontae Adams, who I think a lot of people forgot, oh. is... One of, if not the best receiver. I know Justin Jefferson would have something to say about it. He sure does. But, you know, Devontae Adams just didn't get talked about uh, and and really no reason to. He, he's dealing with Aiden O'Connell. Yeah. and It sounded like you were going to say he's dealing with an injury. <laughs> no, he's, he's, his injury he's is the organization the, that he that he chose to, to go to. He's dealing with mediocre quarterback play <laughs> and mediocre ownership. Here is Devontae Adams and who he thinks – should be the next head coach of the las vegas raiders
2: yeah i mean it's it's obviously who i wanted that's that's my vote and I've, I've been vocal about that and that's um you know that's that's basically how the whole locker room feels and you know with good reason i mean he's coming
0: in and, and done done a great job and you know he's continued to to win us over it's not just the the comfortable thing i think um having ap here will will be uh you know, it'll be good for this
2: this organization. He's he kind of embodies what it means to be a Raider and that mentality, that swag, and you know all the things that he endorses is is the things that I believe in. So um,
0: it's easy for a guy like me, especially having dealt with him a little bit this year now and gotten to know him and see his evolution. You know, in front of the team and you know all those things, all the all the different fields of of being a head coach. So definitely, definitely um, rooting for him. I have a question. Yeah. And this probably isn't fair. Hey, another Bay boy in Devontae Adams. Actually, for those who didn't know, Devontae Adams, this is actually a crazy story. Devontae Adams and Jock Peterson both went to Palo Alto High and both played football. And Devontae Adams was wide receiver number two to Jock Peterson, oh. wide receiver number one. Jock gives a lot more tight end energy. Now he's, he does. He's a big boy. No, Jock. He, yeah. I told you I hit with Jock. I told you this story yeah, back yeah, in the yeah, day. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Jock... Jock was a real deal athlete. Yeah, he just you know went from center field so I to enjoy life. left field. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the fruits of his labor. Yeah, right. So I don't know how much fruit was involved. Okay, yeah. come on now. Come on. That, that was a hey. good one, but come on now. And we still don't, is Jock gone? I think so because I think okay. it was just a one year deal. We'll check. We'll, ch- we'll check that out. But yeah. my question is this, and this is no disrespect because I I really do like Devonte Adams. I love his Taco Bell commercials as well. Great shout out Nacho Fries. Yes. Yeah, my true, question is this. If he doesn't kick and scream to get moved, is he the Bradley Beal of the NBA? Yes. That's us Get great. a bag. That's so
1: good. Just yeah.
0: enjoy my time. Yep. I like Vegas. Yeah. It's close enough to the Bay Area. I can go back home. I'm not really okay. tripping. The only difference is he can't put
1: up 30 a night. But besides no. that, I mean, yeah. That, that would be the only difference is if he could still somehow manage to get stats. But pretty much, yeah.
0: Because if you're Devontae – you cannot really think that it's a good look or a good idea to sit through another rookie quarterback. Right. That, that I don't care who you get. Yeah. You no, can I get mean, Jaden Daniels. You can get anybody you want. Yeah. It's too big of a Cause risk. Because if that doesn't go well, what now? You're done. Yeah. You're done. So yeah. I don't. You know. end up being like DeAndre Hopkins, where He's it doesn't 31. matter if you're playing well. You just kind of hop from place to place. He's 31. You have if you're yeah. not kicking and screaming, I think, hey, I respect you. I'm happy for you. But you just not not tripping off of yeah playing in the playoffs. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right? There's nothing wrong with that. No, not not so
1: much in football like yeah, there's not so much the the conversation for like oh, always trying to get onto the best team possible. There is some merit in like staying in your situation. Julio Jones still trying, trying to, to make the best of it. But I, yeah, I mean, if I were I first off, if I'm the Raiders and I hear Devontae Adams say that and our plan isn't to move on to Devontae Adams, I'm Immediately leaving that press conference and dropping off a contract at Antonio Pierce's office because whatever Devontae Adams wants, and if he is that adamant about saying he wants AP back, AP's coming back yeah. because I want Devontae Adams happy if I am going to go out there and get a rookie quarterback and maybe put, you know, Devontae's faith in us again in a little bit of jeopardy. I'm going to try and want to make as many things right for Devontae as possible because, I mean, I was at that Vikings game where they didn't score any points. Oh, man. I, he I, was not I, happy. He was not happy at all, rightfully so. Like, he, there is a lot of frustration that's brewed over, I think, from the, hey, you guys traded literally the entire reason why I wanted to come here was to play with one of my best friends and – He's no longer here anymore, and then you put me through that terrible season where we fire a coach and then bring this guy in, and you give this me terrible quarterback. This number three?
0: Was, was, was Devontae there with Gruden? I can't even remember. I don't remember. think so, no. No, Because he no.
1: just got there last year. So, I mean, yeah. Or was it last year? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, right. I would just right. do whatever Devontae wants to do. But, again, if I, I still kind of think from the Raiders, from an organization's little standpoint, if you can get a first-round pick for Devontae Adams – Again, you're, you're going to draft a rookie quarterback. I don't know how much help Devontae... I mean, he'll definitely help your your quarterback, but if you don't really have any intention of winning football games next year, I, I would try and ship him off and just get what you could and, and make him happy and, you know, figure, figure yourself out.
0: You know? Yeah, and, and no disrespect to Devontae Adams because he's one of the best in the game. I do think that there, there's just a lot of talent coming out each season, yeah. and if you can each college season and every year. And if you can move Devontae and just say, hey, I'm sorry it didn't work out, we'll get you to a contender yeah. in the NFC, right? And and hopefully you can you can flourish there because the timelines just don't work out. Now, the problem is, as we get to a break, the problem is you have that situation and then you have another... They're, they're literally stuck in Tweenerville, which is where I feel like the Raiders are always stuck... Because Max Crosby's 26. Right. And this is the best your defense has looked. Yeah. So that's why I – everybody is saying we see Dwayne Baker on the tech slot or on the sack chat, oh, let's, you know, draft – get Browning and draft Penix, but I think you got to get a real deal quarterback yeah. now because you you might be quarterback-ish away. I think yeah. that's the other side of this. Right. So you either blow it up right. or you just try to get over the hump, but I don't think you're going to do that with a – Although he's a rookie, Penix would have been around a long time. Right. So, yeah, <laughs> a lot of decisions to make there. All right, back to basketball when we get back. The Lakers are in shambles, and you love to see it. Styles and Watkins, on Sports.